Welcome to Truth Triumphant Radio. I'm your host, Cody Mori. And this week, I want to discuss some of the things that are going on in the news. Um, recently, I've received um, uh, many articles in regards to the defund the police movement. I want to share with you guys about four of these articles and just talk about some of the things that are going on in the cities right now. Now, many of us uh, who do live in the cities understand a lot better than some of us who don't, certainly, that um, the the insanity and the madness that's just going on in the major cities of the United States, like Chicago, like New York, like Portland, like Seattle, Louisville, you know, the list just goes on and on and on. It, when, when you going all the way back to last year in 2020, and it's really quite sad. It really is quite sad, and, and we need to keep these places in prayer because there's a lot of people involved in these things, and there's people that are on both sides of this that don't understand where this is all leading, that don't understand that they're being used as pawns. Now, that doesn't excuse them or their actions, of course, but it does put things a little bit in perspective, and I think that we should take that into consideration that there are many folks that have been indoctrinated. They've been given a bad view of things and had bad experiences, and they they think that what they are doing in some of these cities, the smashing, the burning, and, and destruction of some of these businesses, they think perhaps some of them, you know, at least, think that what they are doing is in 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 the end for the greater good or something like that so um but it's sad it's very sad to see these things happening because by and large these this is this is the united states of america a, an amazing country founded on amazing principles which were paid with with our forefathers blood and what the forefathers paid with their blood the sons have and daughters have betrayed and that, that's where we're at right now in history and it's very sad to see and we just need to keep the cities especially in prayer because a lot of us who live in other places like myself I live in Florida I, I, I have no idea I have no idea what they're going through on a day-to-day -day basis up in those cities it's like different countries it's like a different country up there it's like it's not the United States so I say up there because I'm in Florida. I'm basically below everybody. But um, but anyways, I wanted to discuss some of the things going on, particularly with the defund the police movement and where this came from. Um, so as we know, the Black Lives Matter, the, keep that in mind, the Black Lives Matter, that's their name. That's what they profess, that Black Lives Matter, and that's what they're, that's what they're all about. Um, they've been a big part of this defund the police, quote-unquote, defund the police movement. And with horrific, horrific results. Um, but let's find out what the actual agenda was or is. You know, many times when we see these things happening, uh, even if you're a Christian, even if you're an Adventist, you can you can jump from the, the beginning. You, from what you're seeing now, you can make speculation and all sorts of things. But really... We don't really know exactly where all these things are leading. Um, 
until they get to their ultimate destination in, in essence we know that everything is is culminating towards the sunday law the, the king of the south and the king of the north and their battles that they do we know that but as far as what are the short-term goals that the jesuit order the elites the globalists of the world have uh, especially for their plans here in the united states we don't necessarily know but hindsight is 2020 and as we as we begin to to continue through the the space of time we can look back at these things and begin to see a different picture so this might confirm a theory that you may have had as to in regards to why the defund the police movement exists I, i've talked with different people about this and i had my own uh thoughts on it as well and actually this does confirm one of the theories that i had um a few months ago and i i found this from the the epoch times these are the articles i've been receiving and it's uh the title of the article is the defund the police movement has a broader agenda and it's not to stop the killing of black people. Brandon Tatum, June 19th, 2021, so just a few days ago. Uh, and this what this article was written by Masuma Hack and John Jakilek. Masuma Hack and John Jan Jakulek. And it says this: Defund the police has become a popular phrase among leftist activists gaining momentum during a rash of Black Lives Matter protests and riots last summer following the police custody death of George Floyd in Minneapolis in May 2020. According to former Arizona police officer Brandon Tatum, author of the upcoming book, Beaten Black and Blue, Being a Black Cop in America Under Siege, there is a broader agenda behind the defund the police movement. Quote, this is Brandon Tatum. This is what he says. Quote, I believe it's an agenda to completely destroy and dismantle local police departments so that the government can have control of law enforcement in this country and push a nationwide agenda. Tatum told Jan Jakilek, host of Epoch TV's American Thought Leaders program. Tatum explained that if law enforcement is federalized, and there are unconstitutional mandates or restrictions such as those involving vaccines or guns, the federal government will be able to enforce those directives more easily. Quote, I believe that the government has a lot more leverage federalizing these agencies, and that's the end goal, he said. Quote, I don't believe it has anything to do with racism, police brutality. That is a talking point to push an even bigger agenda. End quote. It is this agenda, he said, that, quote, is really the cause of a lot of turmoil that we see in law enforcement and the crime rate that we see spiking around the country, end quote. According to the National Fraternal Order of Police, murder rates over the past year have skyrocketed in cities where police departments have been defunded. As of May 25th, the murder rates in New York City and Chicago year-on-year year were up 22%. In Los Angeles, 21%. In Washington, D.C., 35%. In Philadelphia, 40%. In Minneapolis, 56%. In, and in Portland, a staggering 800%. Wow. Think about that, folks. 800% increase 
in murder. That's just the murder rate. That's not the other crimes. Just the murder rate. That's as of May 25th of this year, comparing with last year. 800%. All these others have been have jumped up at least a quarter of a, uh, a quarter of a hundred percent. Some more. Minneapolis is at 56%. Philadelphia at 46%. But wow, that one in Portland. And what's been going on in Portland? Portland, they've been trying to break in, destroy the courthouse there and the, the government buildings. They, they've killed people in the streets there. And you got to ask yourself, all this death, and all this killing, what what purpose does it serve? Because now that the whole Trump issue has been dealt with, but these things are still going on, you have to wonder, okay, so it's, it wasn't for Trump, you know, uh, if that was your theory. It wasn't for Trump, so what was it for? Well, according to Brandon Tatum, it is to remove and destroy local police departments completely, to make them not to be able to be controlled by the cities or by the states rather. So now they won't be local police departments, but they'll be federal police departments. Now what what sort of uh, difference would that make in the police? Well, local police departments are members of the community in which they serve and protect. So they are citizens, they are um, your neighbors, you know? Uh, they're part of the city, they're active in the city in which they serve and in the state. They are one with the people. Federal agents, not so much. They're disconnected with the people. And you think about this, this big, great divide that we have going on between the police and the people that's growing more and more. Now you have the, the back to blue side and then you have the defund the police side and, and that's dividing people more and more, which is perfectly playing into Rome's hand. But you think about Police departments, just in general, if you're a police officer now, if you've been a police officer for the last year, you're feeling more and more distant from people in general because you don't know who is friend and who is foe. And that that plays again right into Rome's hand because you think about if they do try to implement some kind of unconstitutional policy or or, or flip the script on this, if they eventually go from defunding to the police to empowering the police, and the police now have a chance to take out their revenge, right? Because they've gotten rid of police, local police departments, they've they phased that out, they bring in federal troops, and now they're going to empower them and strengthen them. What are they going to do? They're going to have complete authoritative power. They will be unquestioned, and the the unconstitutional. Uh, policies that the government wants to put in place, they're going to carry them out with an iron boot. The article goes on. It says this. Tatum, who grew up in an inner city in Texas, said the real issue for, black for the black community is the homicide rates in the inner cities, where black people are primarily being killed by other black people. Quote, you know, police brutality is a small fraction of the drama, chaos, and confusion that goes on in the inner city. So if they are pushing this as if it is a pandemic or epidemic, then they are already being deceptive from the beginning, he said. The former police officer and co-founder of the Blexit movement, 
Uh, for those of you who don't know, the Blexit movement uh, is is uh, sort of an idiomatic phrase that's that's based off of Brexit, where uh, the British exit of the European Union. Blexit is the black exit uh, of the liberal movement. So basically, uh, black people that are fed up with the Democratic Party and leftism and they started this movement called the Blexit movement. So that's what that means. So he's co-founder of the Blexit movement, said one need not be a conspiracy theorist to understand this. Statistics show that twice as many unarmed whites are shot by police each year than unarmed blacks. In 2018, the most recent year for which data on this is available, blacks made up 53% of the homicide offenders in the United States and committed over 60% of robberies while only making up 13% of the population. Now think about that. That's a huge problem, folks. You got to admit, something's going on there. So with all this moving out of police, what has increased? What has Black Lives Matter helped to increase? They've helped to increase black on black crime. That's what they've helped to increase. The murder rates that are skyrocketing, that's black on black crime. That's gang violence. That's robberies, that's homicides from blacks on other blacks. And this is one of the issues with this whole thing. You wonder why? Well, because if you if you look back in history and you look, if you go all, even all the way back to, let's say the Civil War, you find out who are the parties that were involved in the Civil War and what side of the race question did they end up on? Well, it doesn't, take, it doesn't take much studying to realize that the Democratic Party of the United States was the pro-slavery party. And they were also the separatists. When they had their first Republican president, Abraham Lincoln, um, voted into office by the people, in many of the southern states, he wasn't even on the ballot. But after he was elected, they decided to secede, and we had ourselves the Civil War. And Rome was very much involved with that. The Freemason, one of the highest Freemasons uh, to ever exist, his name was Albert Pike. He was a 33rd degree Freemason. He wrote a book called Morals and Dogma, where he helped design the different rights of Scottish Freemasonry. And he also was a, he was a general on the Confederate side of the Civil War. After the war was over, he is known to be one of the co-founders of the KKK, the Ku Klux Klan. So who are the racists according to history? Well, it has been the Democratic Party. That's why you got to ask yourselves. And I'm not saying, I'm not even saying to be pro-Republican. That's not the point. I'm saying look at history and look at who the parties are involved and ask yourself who you should be trusting, which you should be trusting none of them. Um, but that's neither here nor there. But you got to ask yourself, so what is going on then? Well, the inner cities, those are ran by Republicans or Democrats. Democrats, typically, typically, where the biggest gang violences occur, 
you know, places like Chicago, places like Minneapolis, Detroit, uh, now New York, obviously Portland, huge one, uh, where these, these, a lot of this black on black crime exists, you know, and, and basically these, these areas where people are growing up in, they're not conducive at all to a successful life. And the schools are awful. And who's against school choice? Democratic Party, again. Black Lives Matter is against school choice. So you have, if you have a black person who grows up in the inner city, they're essentially trapped. They're stuck there. They can't choose their school. They can't get out of the situation that they're in unless by an act of God, they are able to keep themselves off the streets. Usually, this is if it's done successfully, usually it's done through sports. Um, and you have a big issue with what's going on with the black cultural community. The rise of hip-hop and rap and things like that, where they're actually rapping about, you know, killing cops. And, uh, you know, there was the famous cop killer song by Ice-T back in the day. But you also have all sorts of songs like that right up into this day. And the songs are, even the songs that aren't about, you know, killing people and things like that, they're about debauchery. They're about doing drugs. They're about getting with women having cars and and money and power and all this stuff and not, the reality is none of those things are going to make you happy so the truth is the black people the black people in the united states they have been targeted they have most definitely been targeted systemic racism in the sense that they're saying it no um in the sense of of how it's being propagated in the media today no but in, in, in the sense of, in a sense, yes. Yes, it has. And it's been going on for a long time. You see the South, the individuals in the South, the parties in the South, they never really gave up the struggle. They never really gave up the fight. And now they've been pretending to be the black man's friend. And what, what, what has that friendship cost? That's why... It's, it's very scary to me to think about all the things that groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa and these other groups, all the free stuff they want to give people because what happens when you give people free stuff? When you give people free stuff, it destroys them. You can't give people free things. You have to. It's, it's the, old, the old saying. Um, give a man a fish, he'll eat for a day. Teach a man a fish, he'll eat for a lifetime. And the Democratic Party often operates off of the principle of free handouts. And just remember, historically, the Jesuits, the Jesuits and the Communists, they both offer gifts to people before they destroy them. Which sort of caveats right into the next article that I wanted to discuss here, which was that woke ideology. That is the, the ideology of the left, really. It says, mimics precursors to totalitarian slaughter, experts say. This is an article by Peter Svab, June 21st, 2021, from Epic Times. Again, some of the core tenets of the woke ideology spreading around the country 
mimic ideas used to justify many of the most horrendous atrocities of the past century, according to several experts. So this is the same type of stuff that we saw uh, in the Boxer Rebellion. This is the same sort of thing that you see, for instance, in Nazi Germany with the, the brown shirts, uh, which later on led to the, the Night of Long Knives. You see this again um, with the Bolshevik Revolution. You see these same sort of ideas and same sort of romantic language and, and ideologies that permeate the people and pitting, pitting groups against each other. You know, the capitalists are the enemy and, you know, all the people are being destroyed by them. And where does it end, usually end up leading to? the most horrendous atrocities. You had 50 million people at least die in Stalin's Russia. You had 60 to 70 million people die in Mao's China. That's just two countries alone. That's over 100 million people. Think about that. That's, that's 100 million Mothers, brothers, sisters, fathers, cousins, people with dreams, cooks, laborers, drivers, with all sorts of different vocations and all sorts of different skills and talents that God has endowed them with. Just poof, gone. And why? Because they didn't fit into the agenda of the Communist Party. And who are the Communists controlled by? They are controlled by Rome. And that makes me think of this passage from Scripture where we see these things going on in the cities um, and in our nation. We know as a nation, the United States of America has many moral, horrendous, wicked sins. And it's because of these sins that we, we deserve as a people, we deserve tyrants to be our leaders. We deserve people that are going to lie to us. We deserve evil because as a people and as a nation, that is what we have. That's what that's that's the seeds that we have sown. We have sown the seeds of evil and we must reap corruption. But this is from Isaiah chapter one, verses four through seven. It says, Ah, sinful nation, a people laden with iniquity, a seed of evildoers, children that are corruptors. They have forsaken the Lord. They have provoked the Holy One of Israel into anger. They are gone away backward. Why should ye be stricken anymore? Ye will revolt more and more. The whole head is sick, the whole heart faint. From the sole of the foot, even to the head, there is no soundness in it, but wounds and bruises and putrefying sores. They have not been closed, neither bound up, neither mollified with ointment. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. Your land, strangers devour it in your presence. It is desolate as overthrown by strangers. Wow, so pretty powerful words, especially that last verse, verse 7. Your country is desolate. Your cities are burned with fire. We see this. These are the, the, the corruption, the harvest of corruption that every nation must reap. And we know that time is running out and we, are, we know that the Lord is coming soon. People know this. I remember handing a book to someone the other day 
on the National Sunday Law. And they said to me, I know Jesus is coming soon. And praise the Lord for that. We have a message, and we need to make sure that we get it out to as many, many folks as possible. But as far as this defund the police movement, is where is it headed? It's headed to, it's, it's demoralizing the police to begin with. And it's making people, what do you think is going on with their recruiting right now? Uh, who wants to be, I mean, who wants to be a police officer right now? Who? Nobody. Nobody does. And all the resignations, you add up all the resignations onto that, the police departments are losing more and more and more people because of this evil agenda that's going on right now. And who are they going to be replaced with? That's the question. Well, they're going to be replaced with federal officers, but who are going to be the bodies that, that are going to be in those, those uniforms? Well, in the Boxer Rebellion, the folks that were going around and beating people up eventually became the police officials. And we've seen this before in other countries as well. So it could be people in the Black Lives Matter movement. It could be people in Antifa. Or it could be just other individuals. But it's going to be, they're going to find people that are going to do their agenda. Plain and simple. This is another article from Epic Times again. This is from uh, Peter's uh, Vab as well, June 21st, 2021. It's entitled, Major Police Departments Losing Officers Struggling with Recruiting. No, uh, no surprise there, of course, with all the stuff that's going on. It says this, the largest police departments in the United States have been a st seen a steady decline in officers over the past year and a half amid the virus pandemic and a rash of anti-police activism. The top three police departments in the country have lost thousands of officers since 2019, driven by an increase in retirements and resignations on top of recruiting woes. Reports of officers leaving in droves have been coming from other major jurisdictions as well. Meanwhile, those cities have seen a significant uptick in murders and shootings. New York City, the largest police agency in the country, the New York Police Department, NYPD, is down about 1,500 officers as retirements jumped to 2,600 last year from 1,509 in 2019. The department's spokesperson told the Epic Times via email, another nearly 350 officers had exited by mid-May this year. So the people that just quit didn't retire. The New York Police Department mounted a large recruitment drive this year, even waiving the usual $40 application fee, although still falling short of the applicant numbers of a previous drive, according to NYPD personnel, Chief Martin Morales. Part of the reason is that the drive was shorter than usual this time. Of the more than 14,500 who applied, and that's a miracle number right there, only about one in nine will make it through the entrance exam and the academy. If past results are any indication, Morales said during May 18th press conference, that means there will be 1,600 new officers sometime next year. By then, thousands more may have left the force if the police retirement, if the pace of retirements continues. In Chicago, the Chicago Police Department has lost more than 700 officers since 2019, according to data the Epoch Times obtained from the department. 2019, the department was able to hire 400 and 59 officers in 2020, that number dropped to 157. Wow, so you think about that percentage-wise. In 2019, they were able to hire just about 450, a little over, 
officers. And then in 2020, a quarter of that amount, a little over a quarter of that amount, 100, about 150. It goes on, it says this year, 105 have been hired as of May 30th, based on the data. Meanwhile, 646 officers retired or resigned last year compared to 592 in 2019. This year, 330 left as of April 30th. Los Angeles. The Los Angeles Police Department has lost nearly 600 officers since 2019. That's in major part due to a government hiring freeze instituted responding response to the pandemic, as well as the city's decision last year to cut the police budget by $150 million in response to calls from activists to defund the police. The defunding was supposed to cut the staffing level to 9,757 officers by this summer. As of June 21st, the department is down to 9,444 officers, so they're actually 700 less than what their goal was. And the, and the article goes on from there, but I actually want to share with you one last article because this is probably the most important article uh, that ties connects all these dots together. And again, it's from the Epoch Times, uh, and it's uh, by the Daily Caller News Foundation, uh, June 24th, 2021. The title of the article is, Homicides Have Skyrocketed in These Six Democratic Cities, Black People are disproportionately the victims, data shows. It says the number of homicides in six major cities across the country has increased compared to last year, disproportionately affecting black people, according to crime data. We are seeing an uptick in violent crime across the country, specifically gun violence. Miami-Dade County Mayor Daniela Levine-Cava told the New York Times, in Chicago, black people have been the victims of roughly 81% of the 317 murders in the first six months of 2021, data shows. They were the victims of about 70% of the 295 murders committed in the first six months of 2020. I am proud to, quote, I am proud to lead a city council that took the first step to responsibly reduce Baltimore's budget dependence on policing, form, quote, end quote. Former Baltimore City Council President Brandon Scott, who is now the city's mayor, said after the council voted to strip funding from the city's police last year, the Baltimore Sun reported. The number of homicides in six major cities across the country has increased compared to last year, disproportionately affecting black people, according to crime data. Black people have represented a massive share of murder victims in six major cities through the first six months of 2021 compared to last year, which itself saw a large crime surge according to data analyzed by the Daily Caller News Foundation. They analyzed both police department data and homicide reports compiled by local news outlets to determine how black people have been victimized in the wake of 2020 uh, crime spike. And it says this, the percentage of murders, murder victims in Chicago that were black increased from 70% in 2020 to 81% in 2021. While that figure increased from 60% to 90% year over year in Milwaukee, the data showed. In one of the cities analyzed, the percentage of black victims decreased, but the raw number of black victims still increased. It says this, Democratic leaders of most of the cities examined voted to greatly reduce police funding amid widespread Black Lives Matter protests last year. In the wake of the death of George Floyd, who died after former Minneapolis police officer Derek Chauvin kneeled on his neck in May 2020, thousands of protests and riots have spiked across the country.
So folks, it's it it ironically, maybe not ironically for the powers that be, maybe not ironically for the Jesuits, maybe not ironically for the globalists, but perhaps for us, ironically, with the defund the police movement and and these democratic cities that are supposedly on the side of black people who get most of their votes, which is sad. And I'm not, again, I'm not saying go run to the other side because that's what people many times think um, folks are saying when they're pointing out things that are going on in, in a, a particular party. They're saying go to the other side. I'm not saying that. I'm saying wake up and, and realize that there is a an agenda going on that the Democratic Party is not your friend um, and neither is the Republican Party, <laughs> to be honest. But the things that are going on in these cities, they're, they're, it, it's sad. It's horrific. And the, this, this group, Black Lives Matter, supposedly, pretentiously, pretending to be the black man's friend, is actually helping to get the black man killed. Because of the defunding of the police, more black folks have died. More people, more sons more daughters and the blood torrent continues to flow and as one one author put it that when the whole when the world is in real pain rome is drinking champagne and that's what i believe they're doing now that's it we're out of time hope to have you guys back next week i'm cody morin you've been listening to truth triumphant radio god bless